The D and Davis Show. D and Davis the Show still in COVID formation, which I guess we'll be in for a, a longer period of time. Not to you say were, that it was. Up you were right, day. Ken. You were right. Um, so definitely, we got a lot to get into. Uh, Baby Goat, as D said a minute ago, may have grown into Money Mahomes. He has to win two more titles before I, I release the Baby Goat title. All right, because mm. it's set in admiration because no one has ever been. And this contract, and I'm talking about Patrick Mahomes, this contract is proof of how great he is, how we already view his greatness. That we're like, you know what? Half a bill, right? Somebody <laughs> played two years. It's like, and nobody's like, oh my God. <laughs> right, so, yeah, I know. Imagine so, us in Chicago being able to give him a 10 year, 500 bill. It wouldn't have worked. It wouldn't, he wouldn't have trusted this team with his legacy like that. <laughs> He wouldn't have. He'd been Don't like, say that. He wouldn't have. Listen, it was, it was a perfect storm. It was a perfect storm. Yeah. It was a perfect storm. Definitely got to talk about the restart of the NBA and the MLB. Um, to say the least, my name is Kenneth Davis. You know my partner in crime. His name is D. Demosporo. What's happening, everybody? Hey, make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at D and Davis Show. Once again, it's at D and Davis Show. You can find us on Facebook.com forward slash D and Davis Show. Uh, click on the Bayou link, and it'll take, definitely take you to all the places that we are YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes, all the good places. All right. Subscribe, rate, share, all that good stuff. I'm on Twitter and IG at Demons1, D E M O N Z E 1. Ken is on Twitter at That's Davis, IG as well. And our executive producer, the Dan Davis Show and everything that we do. Ryan Bukovetsky rhymes on Twitter at Ryan B. Ski and on IG at Ryan B. Ski 1. All right, guys, let's go off top. Do what off you got. top. Off top. All right. So, uh, one guy that we, well, especially White Sox fans, uh, have grown to, uh, I'm not gonna, I don't want to say hate, but kind of despise one of the, um, <laughs> Joe West. Old Joe. Uh, Joe West, he's an umpire for uh, MLB. Uh, he's been around for a pretty long time, and uh, he's 67 years old. And uh, Joe West says some crazy stuff every once in a while. So today was no exception. Uh, via the Sun Times, uh, Joe West made a claim or made a comment, uh, statement, if you want to say, "Look, it is it is revolve around COVID-19. Look, most of these people that are reporting are dying of of COVID-19 are now healthy to begin with." I've lost 25 pounds over the winter. I'm playing golf every day in the heat. I'm fine. I'm not going. What do you say? I'm not going. I'm not going to back down now. Uh, trying to find another quote for him. So basically, he's kind of like ridiculing the people who have uh, passed away. Uh, I love the uh, the connection between heat and a pandemic virus. Exactly. You know, no, you can survive out in the heat. <laughs> you can do anything. All right, here's another quote from, I don't believe in my heart that all these deaths have been from uh, from the coronavirus. I believe it may he may have contributed to some some of the deaths. So he doesn't believe that- I like the uh, may have too. Yeah, he doesn't believe- <laughs> maybe, the people maybe no one's passed, died. Yeah, he doesn't believe that some of the, the people who had passed from COVID uh, have died from COVID. He think it's something else. Well, Mr. West, just to give you a little bit of a, a, a lesson in science and health a little bit. Um, the COVID or the coronavirus can trigger um, ailments in you that can cause you to die. So we are figuring out, we are learning now throughout, the, throughout this virus that it affects not only your lungs, but it affects your kidneys, it affects your heart. So if someone dies of a heart attack, but we know that you had COVID-19, the COVID-19 triggered the heart attack. Things like that. That's how they're linked together, if you want to say. But listen, 
This is Joe West. Uh, as you said, White Sox fans know him very much so uh, from umping uh, games and hearing uh, Hawk Harrison just rip him a new one every every game. Old Joe West want to go out there and fight him. He wish he can cuss right now. Uh, but what do you guys think about this from Joe West once again uh, being Joe West? Carry your ass on. If that's what you want to, you want to risk it with players coming from all over the world. And I mean, clearly, you've seen how they shut down some of these camps in all of these sports industries, as far as in the NBA and the NFL. I think even with the MLS, and they're basically like, whenever we get to playing, um, especially like we'll say the NBA and the MLS, we'll just get to playing in those bubbles that we're going to enter into. But dude, if you want to risk it, and that's what you feel, and you gun ho about it, go on. I wish the best for your family. Um, I, listen, because it's going to be on them to deal with if something happens to you. Like you're out there doing all this and being gone, oh, hopefully you've, you've, you've made up, accumulated enough funds that umping every season isn't like, especially in the 60 game season, right. strike short, I mean not strike short, but a COVID shortened season, um, that you could afford not to necessarily have to necessarily go out there and up as long as you've been umping. But if you want to prove and you want to go out there with all that banter, it's a free world, go ahead. Like again, and, and as you were just saying, I mean, what'd you say, 65 or 67? He's 67 years old. 66. You're right in that range. He's not, the, not even right in the range. He is on the yeah, range. He's right yeah. in the middle. Yeah, that's that's right in the range. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Bullseye. you're going to sit there and you want to do it. And the thing is, this is a crazy thing. And um, we still, and you kind of alluded to this, we still don't know about this thing. We keep finding new stuff out every week, basically. Every that, time. And for you to sit there and think like, man, it's okay. Like what happens when you get into a shouting match with a player or a manager and you don't know perhaps if they have been infected or whatsoever? You know what I'm saying? I would think that they might try to like really rule that out. You can't lick your fingers. You can't spit on the mound. You can't have these, the great arguments, great baseball arguments that we've grown up to love. Mm -hmm. I don't know if we're going to be able to really see them because we're going to be like, hold on, partner, six feet. I can't, you can't be in my face spitting and kicking dirt on me. You can't do that nowadays. Times have changed. Wait a minute. Uh, here's, here's another quote from, uh, from Joe West. I said, I'm not going to opt out. I'm going to work. And I'm going to work until you take me off the field or I get hurt. Whatever. I'm working. But you know, another thing I'll say this. Mm, I didn't think about this. Mm? Um, it may not just be for him. Uh, this was, I was being closed-minded uh, a second ago. He may also be fighting for other umpires They're because, yeah, and if because it's just like with those NBA coaches and how the NBA Coaches Association came out and was like, whoa, y'all got to be careful because basically you're, you're going to sit there and stop these guys from being able to make a living for the foreseeable future because we don't know when the vaccine is going to be out. You still need uh, herd immunity really to prevent people from catching this regularly. So if, on another note, he may not necessarily just be doing this in a selfish manner. He may be doing this to protect other older uh, umps so that they won't, they'll be able to continue to work, uh, especially when if you're at the end of your career, you don't know, even know how many years you may be able to work moving forward anyway. Very true, Ken. But I want to pose this question. I kick it to you first, Ryan. So we have seen throughout this entire time of this uh, epidemic uh, that's been ravishing the world, really, but really hit home to America. And I don't know how many times we've said it right here or we said it on Dean Davis to flip. This is the situations where you have people that are, that are vulnerable and that cannot work the ump union or MLB say, hey, you know what? We know you old and you would be umping right now. These 60s games, we want you to stay home and we want to pay. We're going to basically give you your salary uh, and you're going to get taken care of. What do you think about that, Ryan? 
I mean, I would like to see that practically, I guess. But, uh, you know, a lot of these umpires are not going to go for it. And like you said, Ken, if he's kind of trying to stand up for his kind of fellow uh, mates in the umpiring world that, hey, you know, we can do this. We understand the risks and we're going to move forward because, you know, we feel like it's our duty to do it. The only problem I have, and it's like good old Kanye would say. Did you snow in my class? Wake up, Mr. West. Wake up, Mr. West. Wake up, Mr. West. (laughs) I mean, the way that he's saying some of these quotes that you're saying, D, like, that may have, Corona may have killed people. It may have not. You know, I've been out in the hot weather. It's like. I've been playing golf. Right. Well, we just talked about a second ago, those great, like, what if a player's getting in your face, a manager's getting in your face? I'm assuming the umpires have got to do double work in enforcing the the COVID rules. And mm-hmm. not just the baseball rules. So if you're going to be kind of cavalier in some of the words you're saying, it makes me wonder a little bit how serious Joe West is taking this. And like, if let's say we're in a situation in the game where he just maybe underestimates COVID and doesn't follow through on enforcing a rule, and all of a sudden you've got a major leak for a team, and then that causes the entire these bubbles, I guess, regionally for baseball to just unravel. Ian Davis to show. Yeah. Um, listen, this is my thing too. Um, with what you just pointed out, D, what if they could sit there and give them uh, pay for them to, uh, this season for not to come down there? Yeah, if they're, think, if they're in that range, he's seven years old. So I don't think this range. season, like getting back to the NBA Coaches Association, I don't necessarily think it's about this season altogether. I think it's about next season and the seasons moving forward. Mm-hmm. I, because I, I, that's you, especially when you're talking about unions and stuff like that, is to really look ahead as far as how can you impair our living, as far as impair us from uh, making a, a good living. And yeah, okay, so we pay them the 60 games, but next year we still don't have anything to stop this, and we're trying to get in all the games, but we just said you don't need to be out there, right? And I'm not paying you. I'm not paying you for this. So I think also it's trying to make sure that you're not kicked out in a way because of COVID due to uh, pre-consistent conditions and being of a certain age, regardless. I think that's another thing. So it's not just this season. I think it's really moving forward that they're like, listen, because if I let you do this now, y'all going to be like, you know, pop, you got to go. Alvin Joe Joe West, you got to go. Alvin Gentry, you got to go. The annual salary for an MLB umpire is $120,000. I think that I think they can swing it if any umpire is in that age range, or or they know that he has an underlying health. Um, the issue. year after, the year after they can swing it. No, no, no. I'm just saying in general. That's I what think I'm going to pay hundred twenty thousand dollars. No, no. But you're saying the umps would get paid from the union, their their union. Correct? No, no, no. I say I don't know if I don't know if it had to be in con, uh, concert with the union I, and I the league itself. Be, I think yeah. it would be the the leagues. It would be the union. That's why I remember when the, they were getting into it with the umps. This would have to be stuff that was stacked into their piggy bank. So if they're only making a hundred and some thousand dollars, that's not like NBA players making millions and millions oh, of no, dollars it's not. It's where not. you can st- stack more in a kitty. So yeah, this year you can do it, but next year they may be like, you know what guys, we can't afford for an entire season to do this for you guys. So that's why I think people again, maybe I'm giving Joe West too much credit, but I feel like that's a large part of what's going on with the, the uh, NBA coaches association. Well, we haven't heard anybody. I, I would think from any league per se, really, um, besides maybe like college football, come out and make claims like this or make statements like this. At least if they have said it, it's been in private and hasn't gotten public. But you know, Joe West don't care. He's going to say what he want to say anyway. So. The old cowboy. 
There were a lot of college coaches that uh, came out and was like, you know what, just let us do this with the players. We can do it. You know, it's a lot of college coaches. Yeah, like, but they can, haven't come out saying like, yeah, but, but, but nobody came out saying like, yeah, man, that COVID stuff. That yeah, a lot of people didn't die like that. That's what I'm yeah, talking no, about. Yeah, no, not that. Yeah, not that. Yeah. Not that. Yeah. Not that. Yeah. All right, off top, off top, off top. All right, Senator Senator Kelly Loeffler, co-owner of the Atlanta Dream, has written to WA Commissioner Kathy Engelbert to express her opposition to the Black Lives Matter movement and to ask the league to put an American flag on every jersey when the league resumes play later this month. She told Engelbert that she was incredibly disappointed to read about efforts to insert political platform into the league, adding, this is this true is we need less, not more political uh, p- politics and sports in a time when polarizing politics is divisive as ever. Sports has been a power to be a unifying antidote. Uh, and now more than ever, we should be united in our goal to remove politics from sports. So this is my thing. What you got? I want to use a curse word, but I won't. Okay. All right. The players have, have come yeah, out and nice said... You know, she needs to be out of there. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, I, I'm not going a partisan thing. She's a big-time Trump backer. And when I look at uh, DeSantos and the governor of te- Texas, and if you think about these, these, these states that don't even let us know how many COVID victims that they have, what's the, why aren't you being transparent? Her and this BS right here. And you're saying, well, let's not insert politics in it, but let's slap the American flag on it when you see the unrest that people have what has been the status quo here in America. So you're not trying to help, basically. You're like, listen, don't alienate my feelings, but we can continue alienating those other people's feelings. Mm-hmm. You're not trying. Now, she said, you know what? Let's not put, do anything. But she didn't say, well, let's put on the American flag. I'm surprised she didn't say let's put on the stars, the bars on that bad boy. You know what I'm saying? Just, you know, to keep it going. Now I'm being facetious. But for, for someone to act like they're trying to solve an issue when you're not trying to solve an issue, you're just trying to point out that it, it, it makes you feel uncomfortable. And I have no problem with you pointing it out, but don't do it under the guise that you're trying to help solve an issue. Because what have you been saying about what's been going on in this world? It, clearly, you haven't been saying a lot because you wouldn't have stepped out in a black league and said what you just said. Like, this isn't... Uh, 19s, and I know there was it, 1940s women's basketball, right, where the, well, the female George Mikan was out there and, you know, like, yeah, what's going on, hon? It wasn't, you know, it wasn't those days. <laughs> like, this is like, this is in some ways the most progressive sports league due to color, ethnicity, uh, sexual orientation, uh, being out front a lot of times on issues similar to this one. This is one of the most progressive leagues probably in the world when you really think about it, right? Mm-hmm. And you're going to come here with Lily, Lily and all up in here like, why don't y'all just put the flag on there and just not even listen. What are you even addressing about what's going on here in America? Like you're saying that sports shouldn't, and this is the problem with players, uh, NBA particular, when they're talking about, well, should we come back because it's going gonna, it's gonna to take the foot off the gas when you give people something to distract them? And she's basically saying yes. Just give us something to distract us and leave it out unless it's necessarily what I like, uh, what, I, what I call necessarily being a quote-unquote patriotic or, well, I should say not patriotic, but quote-unquote in America. Well, this is the same senator who uh, also was involved and should be really investigated, but I have said, Kenny, who, uh, who's a very uh, big Trump supporter, invested for insider trading. Trap trading, she got insider out there trading. early. Yeah, but because of, with, the, with the coronavirus, she was able to mm-hmm. sell stocks uh, to companies when uh, they was able, she was able to get inside information uh from the senate um about uh, about different companies and dealing with COVID 19. but this is also the lady uh who went on fox news and was very upset to see armed black men um 
across the country, and she said that we don't want to have mob rule. If I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, uh, one of the classic cases of like, oh yeah, it's fine when um, my people. Uh, mm-hmm. Not even saying like has anything be based on race. It's say politics, right? My mm-hmm. people are storming the Capitol halls and they Capitol Hill, Capitol Hills across the country and state and state uh, 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 state capitals, and saying like we want to open back, open everything back up, and they have guns. But then they see black folks, black men, black women with them. It's kind of like whoa, hold on. And this is also very interesting that a politician is saying don't put politics into something when mm-hmm. that's literally what you do. You're a politician. You put politics inside of everything. So the one thing I'm very happy to see is a lot of NBA, uh, WNBA players. I'm sorry. Uh, I know Sue Bird came out, said something very forceful. Uh, I believe some of even the um, the uh, actual players from the election. Cheryl Swoop, Skylar Diggins, Smith, okay. Natasha oh, Cloud, more than, more Alicia, than Alicia, Clark, Alicia Clark. And as you just said, Sue Bird also said... Yeah, uh, it's enough. And it, and it, uh, and the women's uh, the WNBA uh, PA came out and said like, yeah, you gotta go, like get her out. So yeah, they're going to go. Yeah, I mean, I think they're going to try to do the same thing or. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it kind of do the same thing they did with Donald Sterling. And it's kind of like, okay, yeah. They're going to buy her out. We don't, want, we don't want you in here. You got to yeah. go. Here goes yeah. your money. Yeah. Here you go. And you know what? Before I get to you, Ryan, the biggest thing as we have seen – I believe so far going to college where I brought this up before about the young man down in Mississippi state who said like, Hey, I'm not playing. And then, I mean, I'm not saying they would came down to him while the Confederate, where the Mississippi flag came down, but it came out of economics, but players right now are understanding the power that they have. It will be great to see if the Atlanta dream, the, the roster comes out and maybe it's a majority of them, not all, but majority say, Hey, listen, we ain't playing until she gone. Deuces. I can sit out. I can go over to China. I can go over to Germany. I can go somewhere else and play. You won't have an Atlanta Dream team this year in the WNBA. So what y'all going to do? So we'll wait to see if the the players be able to pull that kind of power move. Yeah, this kind of sounds a lot like that Laura Ingram with the shut up and dribble. Like, Mm -hmm. it's just so two-faced. Like, hey, if this was my cause or the thing that my party's behind, you know she wouldn't be saying any of this crap. She's only saying it because, hey, I have my agenda. It would be great to have this distraction of sports and let's just slap an American flag on it. What's the problem here? Well, the problem is people play basketball. They're not robots. These athletes don't just go out there and, oh, I have to just forget everything, all the pressures of life, all the things that are going around and current events around the world. I just got to put that all aside so I can distract people like – that shouldn't be on any athlete's plate. That's not part of the contract when they sign that, hey, you got to be our distraction whenever we need it, okay? Like, it's like Batman, Superman. Like, we put out the signal, like, get on that court and play. We need a distraction. Right. So, to me, it's just like that same old BS where people are just just want our athletes to be these robots and our saviors when they're doing their great stuff. But if they start showing off personality or they start voicing their thoughts, shut up and dribble. But I'll say this too. One, because most of the sports here in America outside of the MLB are predominantly people of color, right? Mm -hmm. So they definitely don't want to hear their thoughts. But when similar to what, when Drew Brees came out and made that misstep a month, a month Mm -hmm. and a half ago, when they when they, somebody comes out and says something political like that, you're with it. It's also, the funny thing st- still um, with the situation where uh, you had the um, uh, Trump going after Bubba Wallace and talking mm-hmm. about you know y'all going after this flag, and then when yeah. the press secretary is pressed on it, 
She said, he doesn't care either way. No, no, you care about everything, right? You, you, said, know, you know, that's a lie. Well, I know, but look, you went, so when a month, when a, when an mf was kneeling, you said, follow those SOBs, right? You yep. came, you came flying in there then when somebody was kneeling, right? But now you don't have going all the way back and see, and that's, that, and it, it aggravates me, and I hope there is a ground swelling of people that are quote unquote Cowboys fans. You need to never be a Cowboy fan while Jerry Jones, Jerry Jones was one of my favorite owners growing up because he would spend all the money or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been greatly disappointed in him for years now when he came out and said none of his players can kneel. Um, and mm-hmm. I, I've been disappointed. I've never been a Cowboys fan, but I always liked Jerry and the triplets because um, mm-hmm. I never liked the American team, quote unquote garbage. But if you still are attaching your, your, your fanaticism to someone that could care less, I don't care how many of his players he's looked out as a, as a, as a, as a, as a the people who have helped him out by being the players that he's earned that money off of his back. Yes, he invested his own money and that, that franchise, what, probably 50 times is worth what he, when he bought it in the late 80s. Oh, absolutely. What it is now, right? Because I think he had to put all his ships in to get that from being an oil man. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. But um, just to see this, like when, when people back out and it's like, no, you had your chest out a minute ago. Why, where's your chest at now? You know yeah. what I'm saying? And it, and it just goes to point where we're trying to sit here and show you this biasness when people were like, don't do politics. But then when the politics are it's leaning their way, as the tenor was with Trump coming into office and Cali Kaepernick kneeling. And the crazy point is this, too. And I know this isn't the flip. Then there was the show. Um, but it's funny because you saw this thing that happened in Indiana with the uh, young black man with his friends and a group of white guys mm-hmm. accosted him, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And just looking at these fools and their rage, and it's like, you know what this is? This is what happens when you let someone who is bucking every norm that we have ever had sit in power for three and a half years. The pendulum it didn't just swing the other way. That bad boy flipped the other way and then and, and, and hung over in the opposite direction because the, been, the wire got stuck on that. Right, we've been running on crazy for three and a half years. And now, so now, and the crazy thing was the people that the crazy was helping. Now, in the last four months, it swung away from them. It was like, wait, I thought I had it. And now, especially when you see the country and the world leaning in, like, you know what? No. Uh, the Washington football team. Now, we've been calling that damn thing the Washington oh football team for years. A, ten, ten, a, de- a decade, basically. I heard when you guys started doing that. I, think. I didn't know. I didn't know. It's the Spurs. Yeah. Dude, this is, a crazy, this is a crazy point. When I still see people on ESPN say that name, because it always aggravated me, that why do y'all mm-hmm. still call it the Washington football And I know they sit out a memo like, you guys just need to go ahead and say it. I still would have called it the Washington football team. Mm-hmm. Why would a slave, like, we just now waking up that someone's like, yeah, the, the, the skin of, the, of their color should be the name of a team. Like, are you out of your effing mind? And uh, I, you it's know, like, <laughs> No, I was going to say, I was actually watching Shannon and, um, Shannon Skip. Sharp and Skip Bayless and Skip Bayless kind of broke down. Yeah, Skip. Uh, he kind of broke down how that how um, the owner who's a super rapist, super racist. Dan uh, Snyder. Whoa, whoa doubling no. up. <laughs> No. He a super rapist? No, super <laughs> racist. He was running around with Jeffrey Epstein like he said a super. I'm like, whoa, racist. A super rapist, racist, racist. Right? No, I'm talking about the original owner of the Washington. Oh yeah, no, no, no. The original, yeah, the original, the original. Uh, the original so they was the last. They was like the last team to actually have black players. Not, not even that. I mean, the team was 
was first called the Boston Braves, and then he they moved into Fenway, and he's like, oh, you know what? Let's do this. Let's call him the Red. You know what? And it was all based upon the movies and stuff. That Good people, old Boston. Yeah. And, oh man. And it grew up. I mean, that, and that led, and that came from the uh, the end of the the uh, the old Western movies that was made, and what they would call Native Americans in those movies, and that like, oh yeah, let's go ahead and call him that. But even going back to even going back to the senator. Just read the room. What's happening around the world? I mean, well, yeah, really the world. But what's happening around sports right now? Washington. Dan Snyder said the team would never change his name. Go They're down. changing the name. Mm-hmm. You know why? Because money came in and said, change the name. $650 billion worth of investments tied to that team or organization, whatever the case may be. Say, make the call, change the name. And that's what's happening. And then for you to come out and say, you know what? Black lives don't matter. Yeah, I'm gonna write this letter. They ain't, ain't, ain't even stop that. Read the room, lady. Read the room. So she doesn't you know, care about the room, dude. She doesn't. And you know what? I think she's up for re-election. I think this year too. If I'm not mistaken, I'm gonna check on that. And uh, she's gonna have a very, very hard time if she well, is up for re-election. Especially if um, our girl doesn't get um, doesn't get vice president. Yeah. Oh. Stacy, go get that Senate seat. Mm-hmm. All right, go get that Senate seat. All right, like, go ahead and get that, and then sit out and wait. We're going to get you in that office sooner or later. Yep. All right, Ryan, what you got? Uh, for my off top. Off top. Uh, baseball schedule released. And, uh, you know, we obviously have been talking about how this thing could just get shut down any second when it comes to baseball. But let's just pretend for a minute that we're going to get some uh, baseball and they're going to play these 60 game seasons. And it's going to be, as we talked about, you're playing teams in your region, 40 games, probably all divisional, I believe, unless like a, a random team is kind of in your area. And then 20 games interleague play with the same division that you are in. So if you're American League Central, you're playing the NL Central, vice versa. Uh, I don't know what you guys think. I don't know if you've seen the White Sox schedule. I've been looking at like the Cubs schedule and just kind of getting a little bit excited and feeling like this is going to be kind of fun if this season goes through because it's going to be a lot of divisional games, a lot of regional games. And I think even though some divisions around the league are a little bit weaker than others, there should be a lot of uh, heated contests in these 60-game sprints. I definitely, I no, I definitely think so. That's why I'm very, um, I'm looking forward to the season because it is going to be. And now, say this is like you said, Ryan. If the season happens, um, this for the sixty, the sixty game sprint is going to be outstanding. Can I use, you know, what I'm saying, can I uh, see less of uh, White Sox Royals? Of course, I could. I don't need to see all that. You know, what I'm saying, I would hey, go and make, give give them another three games with the Cubs. I don't know. I have some competitive. You know, what I'm saying, but uh, I, I'm, so, I'm, I'm, who's gonna play the Royals? I don't care. They shouldn't be in. They, <laughs> moving out to the minor leagues. Moving to the minor leagues, they get better. They can uh, play the Pirates. Baby. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, I mean, looking at the schedule, I, I've I've been excited because I uh, listen. Baseball is my favorite sport, so I'm going to be excited regardless, right? I wish I would be out there, but that's not going to happen. Um, but I'm just – I'm so amped about these 60 games and what's going to happen, even with the specialty games like uh, the White Sox going up against the uh, the St. Cardinals. Louis Cardinals. Yeah, down in, out in uh, the Field of Dreams game in Iowa. That's going to be a cool little thing. But, man, just to see these guys go out there and play – for these 60 games. Now, the one thing, and we've said this a thousand times, 
is, man, we don't we expect to probably see quite a few injuries because these guys have to kick it in and they know what they're playing for and how short of a time they are playing it in. So uh, I'm hoping that we don't see a lot of injuries, but, man, I'm with you, Ryan. I'm looking at the schedule. I'm super excited. Six games with the Cubs, uh, being able to play against the Brewers all the time and uh, the Cardinals and the Pirates and the Reds, that's going to be super, super sweet. I, I love it. Almost to the point of, like, man – I would like to see a lot more of this when everything is past us. Like, just give me a lot more of, you know, saying AL versus NL Central just within the Central Little Rivalries. I think that's pretty cool. Mm. Real quick, George Preston Marshall was the Washington owner. Yes, thank you. Thank you. That's I don't super know as far as uh, seeing this moving forward because I still like to see teams play, uh, see my, a team that I root for and even including the Cubs, play teams that are from other regions in the country so you can see talent versus talent. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I, I mean, I, if you just made a regional where you would be taken away from seeing them play the NL. I just want to see a little bit more. Just give me a little bit East. more. Okay, I get you. I get you. Yeah. Uh, they can't take a few games away from div- divisional rivals as long as please you're playing the same uh, equal amount of games with whoever else you're, that you're playing to make it to no one's is benefiting from their schedule. Uh, I'm excited. Um I'm looking forward to it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm just, I haven't really been in the mind state to really uh, get amped up about sports. I just leagues. hope it happens. I just hope these leagues happen. It's been two stories. Guys, are you guys going to be like, let's say July 24th, locked into that TV, watching opening day? Yeah, I am. I just hope it happens. <laughs> I just hope it happens. And doesn't look like he's going to be watching. He might catch uh, some highlights later. You watching? It has nothing to do with that. Actually, July twenty fourth is my birthday. Yeah. So um. So man, it's even better, man. Get you some cold ones, man. Oh, yes, right. You ain't drinking beer no more. Get you some wine. I'm not beer. Get you some what? wine. No, he's got the cold white claws. I don't even cold drink white claw anymore. I what? Drink what? What happened? No, no, no. I just oh, that's that brand. I drank truly for the most oh, part. He's not that a white claw guy. Thanks. <laughs> All right, so. By the way, if you like Corona, they actually have a real nice seltzer. Yeah, oh, really? I've, had it. I've had it. I've yes. had it. I've does had it taste it. like Corona? The tropical lime one, the, that flavor does. It's really mm. nice. 90 per can instead of 100. Mm. Save another 10 calories. There you mm. go, Ken. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know I'm going to be excited. I'm going to be watching. I'm going to be glued come to Come on, TV. get that smoker out. Get those wings going. Hey, the truly on, flying. Why not? Maybe it's truly great weekend. All right, you want to know really why not? Yeah, why not? You got to listen right. a minute. No. Oh, I got to listen a minute? All right, real quick. I'm doing work. Real. I'm doing work yesterday real quick. Okay. My, phone, I, my phone rings. It's my mother. I'm like, all right. I, 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 click, I thought I clicked it. She called right back. I'm like, wait, did I click it off? Because I'm never that rude to people. I let it ring. I just don't want to hear the buzzing or whatever. Um, come to find out. She texts me. I didn't look at it. I go upstairs. After. I was like, yeah, mom hit me twice. What's going on? Mm. So I'm like, damn, there's something going on. I got to check. My mom leaves a message. She's like, you know, um, Aaron's, uh, my brother, young brother had passed. Yeah. Uh, uh, his, his, his first wife basically is doing something on his birthday, which is 25th today after my birthday. Right. And Mm. my mom's like, you know, uh, we're going to hold a moral for Aaron on Kenneth's birthday. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. That's it. You need baseball. Yeah, I think you do need some baseball then. I know. I'm going to tell you what I need. I need to, I need to have a vacation. <laughs> right? Like, man, I need to move. I'm ready to get the hell out of Chicago. All right? Especially what's going on with us. It's like everything's on the table right now. 
right. <laughs> All right, we'll come on back and have more fun. Dean Davis Show. What's up, everybody? It's Cameron Smith from CBS2 Chicago. You're listening to the D and Davis Show. Do it. Do this contract and do it the right way. Uh, I told them what I wanted uh, from the beginning. They brought me, I mean, different options. They worked hand-in-hand with the, the Chiefs the entire time. Um, and, and Veach and his team and, and Coach Reed and, and, and all the coaches. And they pretty much just put it out there and to the best way that, like I said, that we could be a, a, great, a great team moving forward. And I obviously have the security that I want. Um, it's it's an exciting time. I'm just glad that I get to continue building this this legacy in Kansas City. Uh, obviously, with everything going on in the world with 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 COVID and and all this different stuff, to have this this stuff this this security to go into the community and be able to give back. I, I can't wait to not only build this legacy on the field but off of it. And uh, I'm excited for the future ahead for not only me but the Kansas City Chiefs and the, and the communities that have brought me up so far. D and Davis show. We are back. Uh, it is time to talk about baby goat, as Ken likes to call him. I'm going to just start. Go, 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 baby. I'm just going to start go, go, calling a man uh, Money Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes signs a 10 year deal. On paper, it says it's worth 450 million dollars. He already had two years left on his original rookie deal, so he basically has a 12 year deal. Uh, with the reported $140 million of it is guaranteed. For injury uh, purposes. For injury purposes. But that's kind of like in the bank. I got 140 Boom, that's in the, the bank. The length of it can be 503 Yeah. The, oh, that's right. That's right. It can be over the max. Three. The max. Yeah. So, and I think, it's, I think the contract is over in 2031. And yeah. he is, and he is what, 24, 25 years that old? Sound, that sounds like the future, future. Yeah. I know yeah. what I'm, I'm, I'm all. It's a blink of an eye. It's, that's I'm just saying. Guy. Yeah, I know. I, I know have, sound. If like. I don't have rocket boots on, we we ain't doing right. <laughs> Maybe you might have. Uh, well, no, remember his, we were. Yeah, we were talking about you know, does he get the salary cap percentage? And that's uh, that's not sound like he's getting that. No, yeah, he's not. You know, it's only like what what mm. one, like he's set is set to like sixteen percent of the cap. I mean, it's because the NFL has so much damn money. The cap keep going up. Boy, you said, are you alluding to D that his contract is set to 16% of the cap is what you're just saying? I believe it is. Because Lee Steinberg, friend of the show, we've had him on at least three times, if not four times, said it's not tied to the cap. But this is the this is my question. He said it's not is tied he, to the cap? Yeah, but How? this is the question. Is okay. he telling the truth? Oh because the Kansas City Chiefs, the NFL and the Kansas City Chiefs do would not want that to get out. Period. No, right? absolutely not. They would not want and and ensuring this again. But is Patrick? Will Patrick Mahomes be a good partner in the with his union members if it's not revealed? And again, I'm only putting that out as a conspiracy theorist. But I, from what I've seen, they said that his contract isn't. And initially, that was the rumors. Tony chimed in and was like, "Man, it's tied to the cap." That it's not tied into the cap. But even with that, I'm like, you never know really the machinations of what's going on in the background. Because it's not like we really get our hands on the real contract. Uh, and it, Mahomes came out and spoke. He said uh, he, the two big things he was looking for was security, which he got with the 10-year deal, and then obviously it can be half a billion. And he wanted the Chiefs to have some flexibility to put a good team around him. Mm-hmm. But I still feel like he got shortchanged here. I don't know if I – because if you do 10 divided by 500 mil, that's 50, right? Like the top guys are getting around forty right now. I feel like fifty in five years is not going to be enough for him. Yeah, but you know what? I'm gonna say, even going with that, Ryan. He's looking to be Tom Brady with more cash in his pocket. True. Like that's really what he's looking for, and with 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 more ability 
So actually, he could cover up for some of the failures of the talent around him. So but he's he, heard your baby go, and he he's knows. looking to yeah. dog. You can't take a you got you got to re-sign the defensive lineman that was killing uh, in um in the Super yeah. Bowl. You got listen. You 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 can't. You don't want to sit there and listen. You could set it up to where Chris Jones. Thank you, Chris Jones. Yeah. You could set what you could set it up to where if it's a, a if it looks like you're going to go through a down season and a half. You could front load his ass, right? But you know what? Let's take this money from back Rest- here. Restructure it. Let's give it to you now. Because if we give it to you now while we're, we're down, we can pay other players. And when he gets older, when he starts to get in his mid to late 30s, he's probably not going to want to just totally break the bank anyway. And you'll probably see even more Tom Brady ask as far as like, I'm just Those trying to win a couple more. Deals. Yeah, I'm just trying to win some more before I get out of here, right? Like, whatever we can do, to make me win and get out of here. That's what I'm trying to do. But I mean, to me, I mean, I get what you're saying, Ryan, and you're right, right? There's nothing wrong with what you're saying. Mm-hmm. But they're, the Chiefs are giving him this added security. He's making – his guaranteed money is more than any quarterback, any player in the NFL right now. Right, yeah. thinking, right, right now. That. Right now. Because you know if somebody's going to eventually yeah, come but, back and pass no, no, no. him. No, but it's going to be two to three years, probably four to five, before QB passes 140 guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Like, just, just think about that. Because we've now in the range where guys are getting 100 mil guaranteed, right? right. Like, some of these right. quarterbacks getting 100 mil guaranteed. Dak probably, if Dak would sign now, he probably wouldn't get 100. He'd get probably like 80 to 90 something, but he wouldn't get 100 mil guaranteed. So that's done already. Now you're in the baseball numbers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Where it's just yeah. like, if you end up being healthy, you got four hundred million dollars, and yeah, definitely you could have got you could have inked out another thirty to forty. But one, you get Andy Reid. Andy Reid says he doesn't plan on going anywhere. But you know, mm-hmm. damn near, t- listen, eight years from now, if Andy's tired, whoever his best assistant is is going to be that guy that's going to step up. Veach, if Veach is young, if Veach stays there, you got a great general manager already with you. Andy probably goes to an advisory role if he doesn't even feel, like listen. Forget Andy reading the Eagles. That may as well be over. As far as his legacy is now, yeah. his legacy is great, which is weird because went to Kansas City. He was like, you should have took a year off, man. He did, but now his legacy is with Kansas City. You look at this, just how stable with the Hunt family, with Veach, with Andy Reid, how stable. That organization. It's never been one of these organizations. You can go back to when we was kids with Mighty Shine and Armor being there. Mm-hmm. It's never been a flippity flop. It's always been a good uh, organization that just couldn't get past the AFC Championship game for the most part. And now they can't. Yeah, and now you got the, you got the killer. You got the. And he's, dude, he's two years in and had his worst game of his career was the Super Bowl. Shawnee sat there and didn't even have bad games really against Tennessee. And the Texans, really, it's his teammates that was messing up. And they were down double digits, dog. And he like came. It's a killer defense. He yeah. came back on that ass. Second half. Man. That's, what's and, my name? And he's, dude, he's, this will be, I think we don't even think about it. This will be really his third season in the NFL. Like he yep. said, the first year, I don't even know how to play football, right? Yeah, basically. Third, like he's, and then the thing is, you have Andy Reid, uh, one of the greatest godchildren of, 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 of Walsh that's ever come Bill as far Bill Walsh ever. He's come out of Bill Walsh and is a, a, a Machiavellian when it comes to offense, uh, whatever. And one of the things I was saying, too, I know I mentioned this before, man. 
We used to get on Andy Reid like, man, you need to stick to that damn run. Andy Reid saved Patrick Mahomes by sticking to the script in the Super Bowl. Like, you see the graduation of Andy Reid into being a greater coach because old Andy Reid would be like, hmm, Donovan, start slinging it, right? And they'd be like, yeah. no, dude, stick to the script. We still got time. Keep it close because you got the ultimate weapon, ultimate warrior basically at QB. Just keep it close. He's never – like, this was the first time we've ever seen Patrick Mahomes nervous. He had the yups. Yeah, he the did. Of, he had, we've never seen – and you could understand it. He's never played no, – they weren't playing games like this Texas game. Techs. It's biggest the game. biggest game of the sports calendar. Exactly. And, and then in the second half, he's like, oh, I got this figure out. Let's go ahead and go. And boom, then he go to explode. They win the Super Bowl. So I got the numbers right there, right here in front of me, uh, kind of broken down year by year. Um, so this year is a $10 million bonus. But his base salary, check this out, is, is $825,000, right? All right. So then it just goes up crazy from there. 2021, get a base salary of $990,000. But his roster bonus, 21.7. But see, that's what I'm saying to the <laughs> Text line, yeah. That's what I sent through the text line yesterday. Mm-hmm. That they were probably going to use the bonuses to get his to get his cap number down. You know what I'm saying? Like that's when I when I, we were going through the text and I was like saying that the, right the Bears yeah, with Jay Cutler. Yeah, the bonus doesn't hit the cap. cap. So all they can yeah all they got to do is now all right here we gonna pay him off but keep his actual cap number low. And then again, I'm going to let you go back to the mm-hmm. when years where men I see him even better. Dude, I front load the hell out of that bonus. I'm like, you want 35 this year? We ain't doing nothing this year anyway. Here you go. So like, Basically. So, there's no, yeah. so there is no roster bonus for 2020, but to 2021 is 21. Uh, I'm going to just go down the numbers. I'll go down based on the year. So uh, 21.7 to 27.4, 34.4, 34.9, 38.9. And these are all roster bonuses? Roster bonuses. Mm-hmm. 38.9, then we have 49.4, then back down to 30.9, 23.9, 22.9, 13.9. But on the base salary, with those years, it just, it just incrementally goes up. So uh, 2020, 2022, 1.5, then 5.5, 2.5, 2.5, 2.5, $10 million in 2027, $13 million, $20 million, $27 uh, in 2030, and 2031, the last year to deal, you get 38000 So they basically set up, as you said, Kim, we'll 38, all, 38 million. 30, I'm sorry, 38 million. I'm sorry, 38 million. I'm about to say, damn, that's a drop. <laughs> You make you a janitor now. Um, you got to give us the tenth year, <laughs> right? Basically, paying <laughs> it for now. So, um, but the, like you said, the roster bonus—that's where all the money is at. Boom! That really doesn't hit the cap, and then we're going to incrementally build you out throughout the south, throughout the base, your base salary. And mm-hmm. then by the time you know what he's like, I said, in, in ten years he'll be thirty-five years old. The way the NFL is going, you know, what I'm saying you can play until you leave forty. All right, we can restructure it. Hell, it might restructure by the time he turn he turned thirty two oh, or thirty three. This will be restructured. This will be restructured at least twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, before, because the thing is, there will be years to where they have more money, mm-hmm. and it's like, why not pay some of this Pat Mahomes money off? Because either a key player is hurt, a key player didn't want to stay there, so it's like, you know what? Let's use some more of this money right now. You know what? We're not in contention. Let's say just listen. The the, the last years of Tyree Kill being Tyree Kill as far as that elite athlete that he is, right? right. You know what? Tyreek's not doing what we thought. Tyreek's going to last longer. Tyreek is complaining about his contract. We're going to let Tyreek go. Travis Kelsey, and I hate to say this, Travis Kelsey got like five more years of being Travis Kelsey at that. 
as far as being a tight end in the NFL. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I believe he's like 30, isn't he? Is he? Yeah. I was about to say, you got to be like close to 30 years old. So when you were looking at that, all right, so we're not going to have to pay that. And then on top of that, if Beach, keeps, if Beach keeps drafting the way he's drafting, you're going to have players on rookie contracts. If you could do – see, the thing is, if you could do it right – and I'll say this. I think the NFL really needs to go ahead, and they don't have to exempt the entire salary of the quarterback from necessarily the, uh, cap. the cap. They need to, they need to take the, cap, the quarterback salary out of the cap. Because it's what? an excuse. It's an excuse but to not is, spend money. But the thing is, with this, with this contract right here mm-hmm. – it's still, it's still tied. It still doesn't eat up a lot of the cap. Like you said, it's only like maybe 16% of the cap because this, this deal right here, even though he put, he could potentially get $502 million is still cool with the cap. They still go be able to sign players, good players, to the team or keep good players on the team. It's just good. The NFL. And that's what he wanted. And that's what he wanted. So yes, he wanted to have a great deal. They'd be able to keep great players on the team. Real and he quick, was still like, able to, in a whole host of things, if he was able to live out, if he was able to play out the uh, entire contract and get all the incentives, it's still $502 million. So just to break it down how it works, because I want to be clear. Yeah, go each, ahead. Team, each team in the NFL is subject to a salary cap. Mm-hmm. To induce players to sign despite this, the team can pay a large signing bonus that the player can keep even if the team releases them. The bonuses affect the salary cap because they are included, but they can be prorated up to five years. Uh-huh. So that's the thing. Okay. You can sit you there and move it around. You can yeah. move it. You can move it. And there's going to be years to where they're like, we got more money and this team is – like, he's going to go through some lean years. Oh, absolutely. I mean, think about Tom Brady Tom, – it took – Tom Brady didn't win the Super Bowl for 10 years after just winning – first winning Super Bowl. And, Ken, how healthy were they last year on offense? I mean, what if you lose Travis Kelsey for the year? What if right. you lose Tyreek Hill for the yeah. year? Right. Like, there's – listen, there's going to be a point where even with his arm – you're going. He, look, there's going to be a point where he's John Elway, and you're going to need a Terrell Davis. Let me put it even easier yeah, to like yeah. that, to yeah. where his his physical his abilities football. will be diminishing, and he still will be great. He'll be better than Tom Elway at that age. I don't know if he'll be as durable, but it will be to the point where this money can be shifted to these younger players because he knows, dude, I'm going for Tom. Listen, Tom Brady set that bad boy out real far. People, people thought Terry Bradshaw. No one went to Terry Bradshaw as being as great as Tom Brady. Uh, even though you can look at how great of a coach Chuck Noll was for the Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, it can be compared to to Bill Belichick and having phenomenal head coaches and how it benefits you as a player. But nobody thought Tom Brady was going to win six, right? No, like nobody thought Tom Brady was going to win six. And now it's like, oh, uh, listen, let me go, let me at least get four to five, right? Because man, and he could have won nine if he went undefeated. Yeah, yeah I know, he, right? Could have won. He wasn't. See you know why? Because he wasn't baby goat. Now looking at I'm, I just pulled this up from sport uh, sporttrack.com uh, sporttrack.com I'm looking at the uh, cap hit the 20 the 2020 cap hit dollar hit and the percentage of it. So right now um, right now Dak Prescott is number 1. He has uh 31.4 million dollars to the uh, making this and that's upcoming to the year. Franchise tag. It's going to the franchise Ooh. tag, and the, and the percentage of the cap is fourteen point three. Next is Russell William, Russell Wilson, uh, thirty one million, fifteen point five three. Jared Goff, twenty eight point four, twenty eight point eight million, fourteen point. Uh, 14.15%. They get Jimmy Garoppolo and Philip Rivers uh, round at the top five. So with this, I think he's going to go up to like he's going to have like sixteen percent of the cap. 
I think that's what I've what I've See, seen. What you could do is it's either fifteen. Or, I think it's sixteen because I think he's so, gonna have a bigger, a slight bigger percentage of a cap hit compared to Russell Wilson, who has can, the highest. You can sit there and prorate. So let's say the cap hit is thirty million dollars. All right, you know what? We're gonna prorate this and we're gonna pay you ten million dollars, or let's just say let's say fifteen million this year, fifteen million next year. And then prorate next year's because it's up to five years. So the only problem will be towards the end. And if he ever gets to a point of necessarily deferred money, and maybe I'm even wrong with that, but being able to prorate his money, because like you were just pointing out, D, how his real cap, his, his, his cap hit for that season is so low. Mm-hmm. So basically, instead of being a quarterback that should be making $40 million a year, going to what Ryan's point was earlier, He's going to be making $30 million a year. And they're moving around how he can make how can make money. Yeah. That's really what they're yeah. doing. They're yeah. moving around how they can keep him at a 30 million quarterback, but make him the highest paid player ever in NFL history. Now I have a question for you all. So we have one Mr. Lamar Jackson quarterback for the Baltimore Ravens. I think the Baltimore Ravens are going to be a favorite besides Kansas city to go at least to the Super Bowl. Uh, to say if Lamar Jackson does with, does what Patrick Holmes just did have an outstanding season win the MVP also wins the Super Bowl back to back back to uh, I'm talking about the, the, yeah yeah you have Patrick Patrick yeah, Mahomes doing one yeah. year Lamar yeah. Jackson doing this upcoming season right let's just say no but I'm saying happened. Lamar winning MVP again yeah that's what he's saying that's what he's saying yeah, right? yeah, yeah that's, that's, what saying. that's what I'm saying MVP Super Bowl MVP the following season back all, to back all that right mm-hmm. now Lamar this is Lamar Jackson's what third season in the league yes it's his third season right going going into his third season right so. You can always go in and say, hey, let's talk business. Let's go ahead and sign you, let's sign you long-term. Mm-hmm. Let's say Lamar Jackson does what I just said he does. Mm-hmm. Is there any way possible he can get close to the contract of Patrick mm-hmm. Mahomes? Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. how, if he's throw, mm-hmm. slinging it close mm-hmm. to Mahomes, maybe. Not, but, but you, I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Okay, hold on a minute. Lamar mm-hmm. Jackson does it in a different kind of way. So, mm-hmm. Ken, you say yes, no way. No way. No, because the real thing with Lamar Jackson is going to be that guaranteed money. I'll be honest Andrew. with you. If, if if Lamar Jackson gets over close to two hundred million dollars, he won. Because again, listen, you talking about the entire contract or you talking about guaranteed money? Um, no, an entire contract. Now, okay. put it like this: they can sit there and make it higher than that if he is healthy. But we know the chances of him being healthy, playing the style that he plays, is fleeting to say the least. Okay. All right. Yeah, you wouldn't even want a scrambling quarterback for ten years. That's the thing. That's what great. That's the point that I'm trying to make, Ryan. Um, so he would, what Lamar Jackson would have to do is give up. He would have to give up something to give it a longer length because mm-hmm. the injury risk, career. the injury risk of how he plays. Now, I think at one point he'll be more of a pocket passing QB, mm-hmm. uh, coming out of uh, Louisville Petrino. Uh, he played in the pro style offense. All right. He can be accurate. But still not. And he was better from yeah, year one, yeah. year two. Yeah, I think he he's been, the, I think in all fairness, in his first two years, he's been the most accurate quarterback in NFL history. And I don't think I'm lying when I say that. I think actually, like we we dis see the thing with him is he doesn't he he throws he can't push the ball down. He like throws he throws no no one can do that. But he throws open. He still to a certain degree, even though he's better than Cam was, mm-hmm. isn't 
predicting necessarily all the time where that player mm. is necessarily going to be as far as like one, two, three, he's supposed to be here, right? And that may also be the trust with the players that he has because he doesn't have the same quality of players that Patrick Mahomes has. I think Deshaun Watson, even though Deshaun Watson's injury history, yeah. but the fact that he can, but he can be closer to a traditional quarterback provides him with the ability to make a little bit more money than what Lamar Jackson will be because Lamar, both of them are huge injury risks from what we've seen already in their careers. Deshaun yeah. having two blown knees uh, so mm-hmm. far from college and one in the pros. Uh, but still, I think he's going to be the player, especially with like when we were sitting there talking uh, uh, on the score and the dude that called up, I mean, we said this on Dan Davis' show. Dog, Deshaun Watson was in Chicago. He would own Chicago. Oh, Chicago. It would be like oh, Derrick Rose. It'd be it 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 be even bigger <laughs> yeah. than Derrick Rose when Derrick Rose was Derrick Rose. And just to hell like, yeah, like everybody's be, a Bears fan in Chicago. Exactly, dude. It'd be Black Lives Matter for the Bears all throughout oh, that. My gosh. <laughs> They'd be like, you know what? We got forget it. Black Lives Matter. Like it would be like because Chicago. Like you give us somebody like that. Right, where especially he's gritty too. It's yeah. not even like he out here finessing and all. He's a slim dude, and he's like, man, I'm about to run up on you right now to try to get in that end zone. But I think there's uh, injury concerns. And then one, one name you didn't risk, a lot of people will mention, and a lot of people will say, like, man, it's going to be good for Dak. I mean, it may be a little bit better. And mind you, Dak and the Cowboys are arguing because Dak wants to get back out for that new TV money, and he wants a shorter deal, and they want a longer deal. So... And the argument, in a way, is it helps the Cowboys because they'd be yeah, like, "Look, you, your man's yeah. your man's over here did ten years, right? Yeah. Like he's you. not getting the highest annual average he can get. He wants a yeah. good team around him. That's what happened to just yes. when you taste that sweet home Alabama early in your life, you be like, "Man, I want some more of that." See, the only thing, the only thing I think with <laughs> Baltimore with uh, with uh, Lamar Jackson, I kind of like their infrastructure. And culture better than I like Houston's. Oh yeah. I mean, so that's who does it? Who does it? Who does it? Oh, there's a hot take right there. Tell me more. No, 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 no. But I'm just trying to say. <laughs> I know. I think, like you, to your point, I think that and uh, that um, uh, Deshaun is a more complete quarterback, and you uh, probably be able. He to can do. definitely win in the pocket, right? But now. I, but I think Lamar. And what Baltimore have, I think they have a chance to just win. I'm with you. I, totally I don't agree think with you. Houston. Yeah, I think I, I totally agree with you. I don't think I don't want I don't I don't want Deshaun Watson to turn into. And I love Warren Moon because Warren Moon one is the greatest. But I don't want him to turn into Warren Moon. I can't but say right. he won't do. Lamar he Jackson is uh-huh. with Baltimore man, dude. They they honestly they could potentially be the chief. No, not no pun intended. Rival to the Kansas City Chiefs. Mm-hmm. It's probably going to be them too. That's really it. At I, one point, I, 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 at one point, it will be. At one point, yeah. it will be. But I think it could be right now. I'm t- I, I'm t- I think it could be. I, right no, now. I, no, I don't think I think is there's a chance for a Super Bowl hangover. And there's also just a, a chance for injury uh, with both of these players or important players on their team. But just before Ryan chimes in, I don't think ownership in Houston will allow Bill O'Brien to run off uh, Deshaun Watson. No like way. you're not getting you're not getting the DeAndre Hopkins situation here because he's a quarterback. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I don't like if, well, if they get to a point. No, if they get to a point where they have to choose between Deshaun Watson and Bill O'Brien, it's gonna be Deshaun Watson. Yeah, because they in Houston and he's money in the damn bank. You know what I'm saying? So he dog. He's the most important player. He maybe even more, but it's him 
and uh, Andre Ware. Well, not Andre Ware. What was the uh, receiver? Andre. Uh, oh, from Miami. Andre Hop. Oh, no, no, Andre no, no. Johnson. Andre Johnson. Andre Johnson. Thank you, Andre Ryan. Johnson. Yeah. He's the most he's the most important player in that franchise, either before or after Andre Johnson. You know what I'm saying? Because Andre Johnson was there when they had nothing. They had Tony Baselli coming in from the expansion draft for Hurt. That never was the Tony Baselli that he was. Uh, you know what I'm saying? With the Jaguars. You know what I'm saying? So the Andre Johnson was there through a lot of lean years. He was. He was. And he, Man, he, I loved him. Yeah, and he is, and at times he was he, top three, if not top one, receiver in the NFL. I mean, the only person he had was Matt Schaub. Yeah, no. All right? I mean, just Man. saying that, right? This only person he had as far as his quarterback. And, and, and David Carr with, like, his brain melting from right, all the from sacks. Just getting hit. Yeah, getting hit. So I think they will choose, because for fan-wise, they will choose – him over going along with Bill O'Brien, and Bill O'Brien has done nothing. Bill O'Brien has pitches on the ownership, but he's done nothing. Yeah, I think with Deshaun, you're going to have to try to keep him as happy as possible and pay him as close to Mahomes as you can if you're Houston. Like, he's going to get paid more. A- annually, he's going to get paid more. Probably. Like, <laughs> Deshaun, he, you're right. He has the the slighter frame, the more injury risk. But and nobody man, on the team to, nobody on the team to soak money. Like, you have you have to play Tyreek. You have to pay the defensive lineman that you mentioned earlier. And you were Chris, Jones. You, Chris Jones. Just, thank you, Chris Jones, because I always get his name mixed up. You have to play uh, Tyreek Matthew, who you just paid. Yeah. All right. You, you, like, they got guys. You, listen, you, they got people you have to pay and people that are be coming up. Because Sammy Watkins is only there for, like, another year, right? So you he's got, on the same deal like Allen Robinson, I believe. Yeah, so you, remind you, Allen Robinson. Is, I think he has one more year. Left. He has one more year. Mm-hmm. So you you got to pay, and also some of these guys will be they will bring them back depending on their health. So he has talent around him to be like, you look, I see what you. He has talent around him to be like, I see how y'all do when y'all drafting. You know what? All right, let's do this. Where Deshaun Watson does not need to have any faith in what's going on in Houston, basically, and can be like, "Give me all my money up front, please, sir." Yeah, just in case. Right. <laughs> just in case. Right. Yes. Right. Just in case everything burned down, I right. got paid. And right. Because how how is Deshaun Watson? He got to be like what twenty six, maybe. Is he? Maybe. He's gonna be like twenty five. You about twenty five? Yeah. About twenty five. So yeah, not the same age. Man, I wonder if he'll ever. See, I wonder if he'll ever go to Houston. Like you know, I'm just not gonna resign. Twenty four. He's twenty. He's twenty five in September. He was twenty six. So yeah. it's the same as Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I'll be. Like, what if he actually comes? out like, man, no, no, nah, nah, I'm good. Like I'm not even going to resign. Gotta get that first. Gotta get that first. Uh, maybe you know somebody, it, gonna, somebody gonna give it to him. You know somebody gonna give I'm, it to him. But I just mean, it's always better. Let me get paid and traded rather than let me get traded. And depending on that, for you know, another team, I mean, listen. It's a team I mean, they had traded him before they let him walk, obviously. It's a team here. You know he's going to get paid. Yeah, he's going to get paid. But I'm just saying, I'd rather have that money in the bank and negotiate from having that money in the bank to a certain degree. Because that money, with football, you never know. Listen, again, I think even if he has to stay in the pocket, he can end up being a great, oh, yeah. I will say this, a oh, great yeah. NFL quarterback. Oh, yeah. uh, even though he still is a C open guy to a certain degree too, but I still and think he needs his legs a little bit to make. He does, sense. he does. But still, I, I, let me get all of that because the physicality and I blew my knee out twice. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like I was talk real quick when talking to uh, Phil Thompson, we talking about uh, from the Sun Times. Well, no, the Tribune. Um, mm. One of the things that he asked me about, you know, playing and uh, sports. 
And I told me like I blocked my knee in junior year. So he's like, yeah, you didn't play senior year. I was like, no, I can't. I had surgery six months later. I was back uh, my senior year, <laughs> right? But I was like how uh, I knew I didn't want to play in college because I didn't want to lose my other knee, right? I was like, people used to ask me, you know, travel. That's to say like I could have played in college. That's not what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that I was not going to go out. You know what I'm saying? Like it was like my roommates, my one of my boys and my roommate went out. And actually, no, no, two of my roommates and one of my guys went out uh, at Southern. And it was like, you know, it was like, hell no. Like, I, I've lost skin in the game, right? Like, I'm not about to be out here too bad, wobble or something. Like, <laughs> I'm not. Like, it's not, it's, it's not worth it. The benefit's not necessarily there. Uh, so I, I look at Deshaun Watson and knowing that you blow out your knee twice, you're lucky. And even though knee injuries aren't, these aren't like the Gale Sears torn ACLs no, back in the day. Right. Where they're trying to stitch it back together or whatever. But still, you're lucky to be back at such an ultimate level. You don't want to keep gambling and playing, uh, messing with that. You want to get Didn't they have a couple of years ago like a sternum issue? Yes, like he couldn't even fly. They had to bus him. Like, yes, yes. get your money, young man. Yes. Oh yeah, he gonna get it. He he's definitely gonna get it. I'm I'm just interested. I did see him put out a tweet of a meme with a kid yeah. smiling, like, mm, you know, some little D face on that kid. Yeah, too. yeah he right. did. There's a lot of D face <laughs> on that kid. Right. Um. So I, I I'm just I'm just. So interested and curious to see what his deal is. I'm interested to see what all these young cats' deals are. You know what I'm saying? You got I'm, Lamar, I'm interested to see when Sean. they fire Bill O'Brien so that they can pay. Man, I don't know why they just won't do it. They could have did it like two years ago. They just won't do it's it. It's like they're, they're, they keep promoting him. BGM. I don't get it. I'm going to tell you something. You know what's crazy? If he ends up being as good as he seemed like his first year starting, Project if he comes to the league and he kills the amount of money that Trevor Lawrence will be able to make. Ooh. Think about that. Think about that. And Trevor I mean, Lawrence, he's the golden boy. He is the real deal. And he has the right complexion. Mm. But I'm like, if, <laughs> if he snapped no, off, but he's the real deal, man. Comes to the pros and continues playing at that level. Y'all, he going to get paid. Who is the last quarterback you saw in college? And you looked at him right there. It's like, that dude right there is beyond money. Because I think I think Patrick Mahomes is kind of like... Outside of Trevor Lawrence? Outside, I'm outside saying, of Trevor Lawrence? Sister, I mean, because I, I, think, I think Trevor Lawrence is that dude when he comes out. I think he is that dude. Who was that dude before that you saw in college? was like, man, that dude right there? It actually panned out, and, and, and it was 100% legit. Now, granted, we don't know what's happening with Trevor Lawrence. I think that dude is a real deal. I think he is going to I be think the he is, man. I think he is, too, especially if he ends up with a good coach. Yes. That coach dude is staff. unbelievable. I can't no, think... I'm trying to think of a quarterback that I felt like that coming out of college. Two that only come to mind are Cam Newton and Andrew Luck for me. I was going to say the same thing. Cam Newton and I I knew that he was going to be impactful. I didn't know how it was going to work. Yeah, I don't know if I thought he'd be best quarterback. Right, and he, at one season he was. And uh, Andrew Luck, uh, I wasn't, I thought Tua could be really good, but I wasn't, I was more of a Trevor Noah, I mean Trevor Lawrence guy over Tua. So it, it would have to go back. To those places, like what I'm gonna tell you, like Jared Goff and All right. uh, Carson Wentz. Yeah. Like, what I'm do you mean? I, I know Ryan was. I know Ryan was in the old West then, so he was saying something. <laughs> of it. But who's watching those games? I mean, I thought personally Aaron Rodgers was gonna be great, but I don't think many people thought from college or anything like no. that that he was gonna whoa. be this guy. Whoa, 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 are you saying you thought he was gonna be great? Wild cow? Under oh yeah. 
I fell in love with Whoa. them that draft. Wow, that's a lie. But um, <laughs> it's not true. You weren't there. It's just because of Tedford, Tedford quarterbacks. Uh, like when you look at like, because remember he wasn't even throwing the way he's throwing now. Yeah, everybody right. thought you know, mechanics were bad. We're gonna come back and we're gonna jump into a little bit of the NBA. Dean Davis the show. Yo, what up? It's your man Jay Illa, official Chicago Bears DJ, and you are listening to the Dean Davis Show. Turn it up. Here's the NBA commissioner, Adam Silver, on all the many COVID concerns. We won't be surprised when they first come down to Orlando if we have some additional players to test positive. What would be most concerning is once players enter this campus and then go through our quarantine period, then if they were to test positive or we would have any positive tests, we would know that there's in essence a hole in our bubble or that our quarantine is not, our, that, our, that our campus is not working in some way. So that would be very concerning. Certainly, if we had any sort of significant spread at all within our campus, we would be shut down again. Dear David Show, last segment. Uh, definitely, I'll talk a little bit about the NBA and the bubble or two bubbles, mm-hmm. which uh, Brian Windhorst reported to uh, ESPN today that it seems that it could be likely that the bubble in the NBA is actually, I mean, in, in, in Chicago, I apologize. Is actually going to take effect due to the fact that the NBA was here during the All-Star game and they know the logistics of the city and they think it may provide them with a little bit more uh, advice or information as far as how to handle keeping those players in a bubble, quote-unquote. Uh, we do have players like former Bull, which again goes to show to management's problems, Spencer Dinwiddie, oh. uh, saying he's not going to play, right? I ain't like, going to Chicago. He was going to average 20 and, and almost seven assists. <laughs> Right. Oh, yeah. We're going to keep him around here, right? Right. But uh, you have a lot more players. Uh, DeAndre Jordan, because these players tested positive for the COVID-19 virus, uh, decided not to go into the bubble. We've had NBA teams that were in their home uh, practice arenas decide to shut it down because they're getting too many um, infected cases. But the thing is now, what do you think about necessarily, one, the initial bubble? You have Dwight Howard coming out and basically talking about players and we heard Damian Lillard say this a few days earlier who are really going to be committed to basically keep the bubble as sanitized as possible as far as not going out or doing anything that can compromise anybody else inside of the bubble so what do you think about that and what do you also think about D about the fact that it seems more likely that the eight teams that are not going to be including the playoffs are going to get some run here in Chicago in September as I said on the score and we filled in for Les Robstein uh, last Friday morning why? Who cares? I don't. I don't really care about what these other eight teams are doing. What, what did I say? Who care about these little funky uh, eight teams? I don't. I don't care about them. I mean, I mean, I care about them and their well-being. Yes, but seeing them play basketball, no. I, they're why? Why? What is the purpose of this? Now, I know you said earlier that, uh, and if please mistake, please correct me if I'm wrong. I know collective bargaining and sharing within all these leagues. You know, saying everybody get a little piece of that money. So I guess they feel like, hey, if I, I if I my my money, if I'm a team owner, it's like I hope y'all put these put these games on in this bubble. Damn it, I want something over here too. That's my money. So if mm-hmm. that's the case, I want to benefit from. I want to benefit from. I want to earn. It's still getting. Money from it, you still money. benefited from it, even if you, your team is not playing. They haven't, but no, but you don't. I'm, I'm talking about the revenue. Of money. I'm talking about the yeah. revenue within the, in the, within well, the league. Well, one, these teams would at least get the benefit of fulfilling their regular season television contract. True, that's the biggest thing. Yes, yeah, I, I so do understand. They at least have that money 
to help them to go through what could be one, a season that's going to start later mm-hmm. than what it was going to start if COVID-19 had never uh, come into come into America, infected Americans or anything like that. Mm-hmm. If the pandemic had never taken place, I guess is what I should say. Mm-hmm. So owners are trying to sit there and make sure that they tighten the belt enough so that they can sit there and make it. So this at least could one, give them a little bit now before even in December, if the NBA restarts, uh, and, and restarts that they can start to make money then. So in there, all like you just alluded to, uh, one of the things that Brian Windhorst reported is owners are like, listen, that is, is uh, uh, Kendrick Perkins said, that billion-dollar bubble, even though it's not a billion-dollar bubble, but that billion-dollar bubble, I'm providing uh, money towards that billion-dollar yeah, bubble. Yeah. What are you going to do to help me out? And mm-hmm. again, and one of the things, when we were sitting there for Les Grafson or 670 score, the point that I was trying to make, I think it's really beneficial for uh, Arturis Karnasovas and Mark Easley oh, yeah. uh, to really see. And I know, like, the, the, the yeah. Jim Boylan thing is one thing, and, but at least they sit there and provide the owners with what they wanted. But it's really a looking at what they have and looking at really, I won't even just say how they, what they have, but how they react. Yeah, yeah. You get to know how these players react. And I said the same thing about the Detroit Pistons uh, under a new uh, front office management. Yeah, and I they think got teams, new Teams like that, I think it it definitely helps because you're looking at this through a totally new lens compared to teams that already know what they have and and, and in some ways may have already made their decisions already. Yeah, I was was definitely going to go to that. I was going to bring it up, especially with Detroit having a new GM. So, yeah, those teams, yeah, they want to kind of see what they have before the start of the season even happens. But... And you know, in the in the the, the bigger landscape, in the grand scheme of things, the bigger landscape, but this is entertainment, and a lot of these teams that want to be playing in this eighteen bubble are not entertaining. They are not good. That's the reason why they're not down in the billion dollar bubble. So, I mean, yeah, people are going to take it because people want to see some type of sports, and uh, they're going to watch it. Obviously, I'm going to I'm going to watch it. You know, just the, just the curiosity of it. I might watch a little bit of it, but after that, it's kind of like ah, whatever. Uh, but I mean, still, and it still comes down to the simple point of: Are we a hundred percent certain? that the team that these leagues are going to have are, are, are they going to happen because even adam silver adam silver who's the, the commissioner of the nba he's even come out and said like hey listen man we get these numbers these numbers are a little bit too high we gonna shut this down yeah so he has to right yeah he, he's not going to force nobody to do anything right he's not he's yeah. not he's not crazy like that he's not going to do that you know he's going to look, so, it'll, it'll look at it when it comes to concerns about a human being and it look as if he doesn't care. Because initially he said right, right. there were going to be a lot of cases and we're going to have to play through it. Right. But then the cap is, well, how many cases is it before we're like, that's too many. We're risking too many people. I don't, think it's, I don't think it's tied to how many. I think it's going to be tied to who. No, that's not a bad one. That's not a bad who, one. I can't argue gets with that. It? Yeah, who gets it? Because if you have a lot, and I think I've brought this up a thousand times before. LeBron's going to be safe. <laughs> the, I, LeBron listen, is gonna make sure. Listen, LeBron is gonna have y'all stay away from me, him. right? AD's gonna have to talk to somebody to talk to LeBron James. <laughs> I mean, so that's what you have. To, I think. I, I think you're right, Ken. Obviously, how many cases gonna hit to the point where you're like, okay, all right, we need to step back from this. But also, too, is gonna be able to. It's gonna be who gets it and how mm-hmm. it affects the team. Because listen, let's say a few stars get it, and people on the outside is kind of like, man, I ain't trying to see the. The the LA Lakers without LeBron James or Anthony Davis, man, turn this off. You know what I'm saying? You you gonna have that when you come to fans. They're very finical, uh, finicky. Besides being fanatics, they're finicky too. 
So yeah, you just don't know what's going to happen. But as far as the bubble, you're talking about the health thing, uh, or people, or, or people going to be able to, uh, or players going to be able to um, stick with it. Hey man, listen, um, we see right now what's happening in this country. A lot of people are not adhering to the rules, uh, just the rules of decency, the rules of just kind of like making sure everybody is okay. Um, that people are not doing that. We see, I don't know how many videos of people arguing with people or trying to fight people who don't have a mask on inside of stores. Saw a video of a guy pulled a gun on somebody uh, because they told him to put a mask on. Uh, so you're going to have some people not saying the NBA players don't do anything ra- ir- irrational or anything like that. But you're going to have some cats that's going to be a little loose and they're going to be like, man, we're going to be all right. <laughs> and next thing you know, something bad can possibly happen. So if this is, this, it's all a risk, man. It's all a risk. I've said it plenty of times. I don't think the risk is worth the reward. I think these guys. I think any of us think that. I don't yeah, think any yeah. of us think that. Yeah, I think, I think the men and women, especially the WNBA. Did you see the video of supposedly what the WNBA, like wherever the bubble they living in, uh, like, the, like the laundry room, something looked like? It looked like something out of the Jets almost. Like something like they, a, a, a roach, tra- like a mousetrap on a wall. And I thought they were at the Wild World. I thought they were at the Wild World of Sports too. Man, listen, that video looked hideous. I've been in some trappy uh, uh, laundromats. That looked like a trappy laundromat to me. Now, why are you doing these sisters like that? You know what Ooh. I'm saying? So it's like things like that, man. It's gonna be and it's gonna be like, man, this is this is nuts. I don't know if I want to do this or not because you're worried about your physical, but now you guys start worrying about the mental. Hey. Or, listen, this is a point that I've been making. We're seeing that now, how this can affect your heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, we know it can affect your nervous system. Your kidneys? These are all going to be things that are used in negotiations against players, especially if they exhibit the fact that they have uh, long-standing uh, afflictions from what take place. I see you had Nobody's going to come into our arbitration like... You had COVID like, last year. You don't, blow it out. Max. you don't blow it out like you used to blow it out running them bases. going to be like, man, your lung capacity is not what it used to be, right? Especially, listen, this is another thing too. We don't act like they take personal standards. They know what your lung capacity used to be. Oh, you absolutely. Have to they know yeah. everything. So, especially going back to John Paxson want to take a DNA test on your ass. But, uh, slash Eddie Curry. <laughs> But just, I mean, when you like, that's my thing. On top of players risking themselves, you're risking your future because you don't know how this is going to long. I was watching um, uh, Mr. Quest, uh, CNN uh, Roman editor, and also he, he sometimes fills in. It's a British cat, mm-hmm. and he was on the other day. He caught COVID. Stock market dude. Uh, I believe so. He yeah, caught COVID in uh, April. Oh, he had COVID. Yeah, COVID. Oh, Remember there was that? a joke out there. Remember it was a joke out there about how many I think it was like a Fox joke, how many CNN and people like CNN was changing COVID about their anchors getting cat, caught catching mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. This is of course after Cuomo. Mm-hmm. I forgot which uh, uh lady uh, Brooke uh Brooke Baldwin. Yeah, Brooke Baldwin or whatever. So he was on there and he was talking about how um st- we're kind of finding out that people are afflicted by some ICU condition that people usually have when it affects your balance, your memory. Uh, coughing and so on and so forth a lot longer than when you're necessarily dealing with it while you're in the hospital. So he was saying, and it's funny because it goes back to me saying that I think I may have it because my balance kind of, and I'm like, one thing I like about Kelsey, she has a great balance. Mm-hmm. That's, that's me. But um, <laughs> that is, I have to tell you, 
uh, but my balance hasn't been the same, right? Like my balance hasn't been the same. That's with me blowing out a knee and I had to readjust learning how to balance myself on the knee. Um, but saying that the doctors basically say, we don't know how long it's going to take. And it basically, not to say it won't heal, but it may take a lot longer. And this just goes to the thing we were saying earlier in the show about we don't know enough when we're talking about West, Joe West. We don't know enough about this to sit here and be like, man, it is what it is. Because yeah. it may not be what it is, what it is. You know what I'm saying? So you never know. You never know how it's going to affect you. And that mm-hmm. goes back to my point of, like you said, Ken, we all, I think we all agree with this. And I even think I know we do. Is the risk worth the reward? And you seeing players uh, step out. Ryan, I was I don't know why I thought about you when I saw this. It was um well, it was greatest uh, athlete. Yeah, that's true. Sean Doolittle. I think his first name is Sean Doolittle, the the, yes. uh, the pitcher from uh mm-hmm. for the Washington Nationals and how he was going off like, man, we're not even doing anything. We're not we're not doing what we're supposed to do in this country mm-hmm. to make sure sports come back. His he's like, right. I don't even know what I'm gonna do because my wife has unwise conditions and I haven't got my test back. You hit, then you start to hear all these other teams canceling practice because nine days, nine days down, nine days before the test come back. Which you have to understand with contract tracing. And this is this isn't just the MLB. This is in America. It's America. Period. Right. God tells you we got all these tests. They can't even. You can't do contract tracing. Contact. If it takes, yeah, thank you. Contact tracing. If it takes a week, if not more, to get the test back, it defeats the purpose. All right. Or like how about you, this, Ken? What? It's like so many people. Out, but how about this? It's so many people out there. Mm-hmm. How can you contact trace it? You well, no, you put the contact. You put the contact. You really contact trace when the numbers come down. And it's like okay, cool. Now we'd be able to find you all. But, but now see, the numbers are going so high. It's kind of like, right, what's the purpose of even doing that? You can't even do that no more. That well, it, it, it's, it's a double issue. Mm-hmm. Because it doesn't make sense when it's 10 days out and I find out you have it. Mm-hmm. it, I, it contract tracing doesn't work. It's contact. It's, it's like, contact. I apologize. I've been yeah. drinking alcohol. Contact <laughs> tracing <laughs> doesn't work. All right. I'm, I don't hey, hey, we got legal, legal, man. Yeah. We're we here for you. We're here for you. That's all. That's just a funny comment. I'm going, I'm going through a lot. All right. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm gonna have a claw right after this, buddy. Don't worry. I'm not. I'm not. In, especially, I'm drinking tequila after this, so don't worry. It's surprising you drank so much tequila. When I was a tequila drinker, you wasn't in tequila like that. Well, I just it's just what's available to me. I all right, all right. Say, you know that. But, uh, the thing still is with, with contact tracing is it works when you find out this person is sick and then you attack it right away. Right. So in the MLB, we saw with Chris Bryant talking, and Chris Bryant and David Ross talking about hiccups. They're already having an issue with people getting their results back efficiently yeah. and as early as possible. Mm-hmm. So you can't even go back and be like, "Well, well," because one memory, uh-huh. like this, like it's just it's it's so many other issues. So and this is again the microcosm of it is the MLB. The bigger issue is here in America. There are people talking about it may take two weeks to get your answers back as far as if you are infected. Man, you could when be in someone is, you could be super sick in the ground by then. That's a but, lifetime. Or, or you could world. be or you could be asymptomatic yeah, and too. that too. 
that's the word. That's really the real thing. Yeah. If you if you sick, you in the hospital. Right. But if you're asymptomatic, well, you quarantine at home. Yeah. But if you're asymptomatic, you haven't been put on alert. You they haven't put the people that you come in contact during that time frame on alert. And so when people are lying and talking about we got enough tests, we don't. And well, let me put it like this: we can't process them. So maybe if we're going through the semantics of it, we can't process them at a, at a rapid, a rapid enough pace right. to where it's beneficial to saving more lives. Hey, we got all these tests. I can't, I can't tell you what with the results, but I got all these tests. Like, what the hell? Is- you just caught like Matt Nagy with his like <laughs> supposed room full of plays. Look, and yeah, can't call right. plays. These, Look at all these, my tests. These you use car lot. I got all these cars. I don't know if the brakes work, <laughs> but I got all these cars. Right? I, don't, I don't know where the keys are at, but right? man, let me tell you something. I got all these so cars. Yeah, find yeah, out. Find out when you're on these streets, right? Risking your ass. <laughs> But like it's, I mean, oh, so we're, we're going through a situation where we're talking about it. I mean, let, let me say this too. Yeah, yeah. Um, as a crew, uh, one, we look at it as probably sports shouldn't come back. And as a sports show, people may take that as uh, like, what the hell are you doing? Whatever. Um, y'all, ain't, value your y'all, ain't, y'all ain't paying this. But, uh, <laughs> but also, um, it's one of those things that even when sports comes back, there are going to be hiatuses because it's going to be too rampant because you're going to have, like we just see with people in practice, it spreading. Practice? Not a game. Not a, not not the game that I go out there and, and die for and play every game like it's my last. Not the game. We're talking about practice, man. Practice? practice? Not a game. Not a, COVID, not a game. Wait, not, not, not COVID play. COVID practice? Right, and we, yeah. we and that's the thing you have to focus in on. Why you're just wanting to get back to what you like? We like and funny thing with us, like all of us is kind of be like, man, I'm, I'm gonna do my life regardless or whatever, dude. When you like, man, y'all need to get y'all ass out there, dude. Again, I said this on the six seventy. Them cats, humans. I don't care how much money they make, they're human beings. And on top of that, and especially it always. Um, it's always a beer in my bonnet when it comes to people that live off of unions. And I'm not saying that in a disparaging manner. I'm saying that to where your union, your union beliefs don't apply to other people's beliefs necessarily mm-hmm. due to how much money they make. They make. Yeah. Right. And it's yeah. like that union is still supposed to be there for not just money, but also to ensure that they're safe. And these guys can compromise their future earnings I can say in baseball, the least, and that's not just baseball. I'm not hitting no baseball. Any GM, any arbitrator, anybody negotiating a contract on the other end is going to be like, son, your lung game has been short since you had that COVID-19, right? They're not going to be like, we don't care. You guys. It's going to be few and far between teams and be like, you went out there for us. We don't care. It, exactly. you know, it, it'll be like one well, or two players that the team is, is – is, he is the team basically that someone won't hate on that. But the rest of the players are going to lose money due to that. Go ahead, Ryan. Yeah. And that's a good point because when you talk about arbitration, literally the process is when we're in arbitration, the team builds up the strongest possible case of why we don't pay this guy. And they bring out everything. That's why a lot of teams don't want to go to arbitration with players because they know how ugly it can look because players are going to be like, damn, that's what you think of me mm-hmm. after all I've done? Yep. Okay. How about this? It's going to get to the point going to have a lot of calls on a lot of radio shows, sports radio shows across the country after this year to go past. It's going to be like, damn, didn't he have COVID? 
I wouldn't pay him that much money because he had COVID. So now it's going to get flipped to mm-hmm. all these people who think they're owners, these pseudo owners. Oh, man, he right. made, made too much money. He had COVID, too. Man, you can't give him that contract. You got to put the COVID into it. It's, that's going to happen next. So these players, once again, understand your power. Understand your power. If you think that this is a bunch of shenanigans and foolery and tomfoolery, be like, I ain't right. going out there. I ain't doing it. The fans will come back next year when you're They'll playing come back and doing anyway. all the great Look, stuff. Right. They, no don't care. they don't care about you. They care about themselves. And oh, they I hate be. that Patrick Mahomes for sitting out. I'll never watch a game of Exactly. Game. They don't care about yeah, right. you. I'm talking to the players. They don't. The fans don't care about you. They care about themselves and how they want to be entertained. Take care of yourself. Mookie Betts in Boston used to be like... <sighs> After that COVID, he was like, that's going to be an arbitration. <laughs> like, if you don't get that, yeah. that's going to be in his arbitration. Like, son, you used to be able to run like a gazelle, right? What happened, what happened baby? Right, son, you have to take a break. Like, if you don't understand that and, like, you don't care, like, I guess I said something about yourself. I mean, because I care about any individual and I want every individual to be able to make their maximum earning capacity. Mm-hmm. Right. And yes, uh, players in sports can make a lot more than any of us, but I'm not jealous of that. And but I don't they look should down. because they're freaking aliens. And also <laughs> they're, 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 the amount of time that they can actually benefit from making money is shorter than ours uh, due to the fact that it's usually 20, if they're a player that plays a long time, 20 to 35. And that's if they're lucky, basically. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So for the rest of us who don't usually hit their primes financially until they're in their 40s. 40s. It's not the exact same thing whatsoever. So you shouldn't even apply that apples to oranges argument to when it comes to what players are making because you don't apply it to what owners are making. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Hey, make sure you follow us on Twitter and IG at D and Davis Show. Once again, it's at D and Davis Show. Facebook.com forward slash D and Davis Show. Uh, iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Music, Stitcher, all the good stuff. Click on the value link. It takes you everywhere that we are. Subscribe, rate, share, let everybody know about it. Uh, hey, I'm on Twitter and IG at Demons1, D E M O N Z E 1. King's on Twitter and IG at Thess Davis. And Ryan Bukovsky, Ryan's on Twitter at Ryan B. Ski and IG Ryan B. Ski 1. We always appreciate you for spending some of your time with us because you don't have to. Hopefully we gave you a respite and a break from what the, with whatever is going on uh, uh, in your life. And hopefully you're doing well. And please continue to do well. And please don't do anything silly before we talk to you again. Keep your hands to yourself. <laughs>